Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. If anybody says anything mean, let me know. We're rolling already, so. Oh, great. <laughs> I will let you know if anyone <laughs> says anything mean. <laughs> Jessica Wilson, thanks for coming in. It's uh, man, um, it's been a long time. It was when did you come into the show? When were you doing the Ryan Seacrest? Uh, I want to say twenty fifteen. We'll say it then. I think. (laughs) I think twenty thirteen was Serena Ryder. So I'm I'm gonna go with twenty fifteen. Lock that in. Okay. I'm probably wrong. (laughs) Final answer locked in. All right. Um, and well, Clark Bitter and uh, Lisa Bitter were. Did you play at Batter Up? Yeah, in the falls? long like, time ago. Yeah, yeah, because that's where a lot of the musicians came from. From Lisa, right? She was she booked them. Yeah, I think Batter Up. I had already been playing the circuit when I was playing Batter Up, but Batter Up was one of the first gigs I had booked in the Niagara Falls area. Um, and then knowing Lisa and Clark, I made a lot more connections because they know everybody in Niagara Falls. Um, but yeah, that was one of the first places I played. Yeah. And how old would you have been when you came into 610 then? Well, 610, I would have been 17 and I turned 23 next week. 20. So that was a long time ago. And what year were you born in? 96. Oh, because I lived with your father in 93. So you weren't even born yet. No, I probably wasn't even (laughs) thought about then. Maybe you thought about Maybe, but, maybe yeah. thought about but It's funny because yeah. when you were sitting down, I'm like, oh, there's Bernie. Oh, there's Nancy. Oh, what, what is it? <laughs> you, you can see him. It's strange how you can see them both. And, in uh, me? In yeah, my face? Yeah, yeah, I don't think I look like either of them, but I definitely like act like my mom and and obviously the musical gene of my dad. But like okay. everybody always tells me I look so much like my mom and my dad. I never see yeah, it. So. You got, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> You've uh, you got the Italian temper? Of course. Okay, good. And I'm loud like an Italian, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, How is he, anyways? I haven't seen him in a while. He's good. Is he's he gigging? still gigging. Yeah, he's playing with a band called Stone the Radio. They're pretty cool. Are you happy you didn't get his last name? Yes. Say it for me. Guglielmi. I can't even say Guglielmi. <laughs> Guglielmi. I mean, my last name starts with a W, so alphabetical order always sucked. Yeah. But I think for stage purposes, it's good that I got Wilson and not. Ooh, yeah. I, mean, I, I won't yeah. tell you what we used to call him back in the day. But yeah, 93 is a long time ago because I was thinking, geez, how old is she? I wonder if, uh, I guess I didn't know you as a kid. I don't remember ever meeting you or no. seeing you as a baby or anything like that. But yeah, 93, I only remember that because that was my first election. Nice. For the Green Party in awesome. Niagara Center. Awesome. We were living at, uh, well, what we used to call 61 Pothead Lane, 61 Dufferin Street, right down the street from uh, um, Notre Dame. Right. Which I spent one year at. Nice. Uh, way, after, way before that. I think 90, 85 I was at Notre Dame. No, 84. Because I graduated from Well and High. Um, nice. Right, because you would have went to school. Well and High and, vo- and occasional school. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. It was Bruno at the... Yeah, he was he at Welland. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was there for eleven and twelve. Nice. Still, a lot of my good friends are from Welland. Oh, shit, I didn't mean to say that. Good old Welland, <laughs> born and raised, so um, I get it. <laughs> well, we moved there because I'm a St. Catherine. I'm a North End brat from St. Catharines, mm-hmm. but my dad bought a little hobby farm out in Port Robinson, where he's still at. And then uh, I dropped a credit 
math in grade nine. Oh, of course, math. Faster rabbi, I remember, and he's like, I'll give you a 49 in advanced, or I'll give you a 50 general credit. Back then, we used to have advanced courses and general yeah. credit. It's Anyways, the same as I'm like, like no, I want the advanced. Give me the 49. And then my parents said, well, you're going to Catholic school because you lost a credit. Nice. <laughs> no, it wasn't nice. Half my, <laughs> half my lunch was uh, religion class. That sucked. Uh, so, yeah, um, long time ago. And then, yeah, I ran my first election there. But uh, it was uh, oh. it was a cool spot. There three guys living uh, back and right onto the canal there before those houses were built down the end of Dufferin Street. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had some good times, man. Nice. And uh, and the boys, we fought a little bit too, but of uh, it was uh, of course it was good times. So yeah, I haven't seen your dad in a while. So what's the band called? He's playing with. It's called Stone the Radio, and they are like an alternative <laughs> and it's alternative rock band. Um, they're they're pretty wicked. They play kind of like in the Hamilton, Toronto area, mm-hmm. and sometimes a casino in Niagara. Um, but the guys are really awesome. And he's been with them for a long time now. Like, I was opening up for them when I was 16, 17. Those were my first gigs. So, oh, really? Yeah. They've been together for, like, a really long time now, and they're really great. Yeah. Does he help you with the music at all, or are you way uh, past that now? Yeah. Like when you were young, maybe? Yeah. Like, booking gigs and, like, how to talk to people and how to play gigs and, like, how to change the strings on my guitar and how to do all of that, which I still don't know how to do. He's still teaching me at 23 how to change my (laughs) strings. But, yeah, he's definitely had, like, a big part in teaching me about music. And I kind of learned how to play guitar on my own. But, of course, I would always ask him, like, how do you bar this? Or, like, what's this chord? The bars are the hardest for me. How do you do this? I just learned how to do bar chords this year. And I've been playing forever. big, strong hands like these, the bar would be easy. But I have little baby hands. I haven't. I don't practice that much. Uh, I have three chords, um, variations of D, I think G, and awesome. maybe E. That's but, all you need. That's every pop song But Yeah, ever. but I I can play them, but I have to look. And getting there is like, it takes, like, I can't just. fingers start I, to hurt. They I can't just go little... between, I can't, yet. And it was funny yet. because I met a guy at the mansion house, and, and uh, I can't remember what band he, who, who, who the musician was, but I was, you know, venting my frustration about learning the guitar because well, I could pick hands, and I, I don't like to practice anything. I mean, even gigs like this, there's no script. If I ever MC something or I do a wedding or something like that, I, I, I don't know. I just don't practice, and it, it yeah. always works out. The radio show, I never practiced oh, you're anything, so lucky. and uh, I find that when I do practice, I get I fumble over my words and I get strung up and stuff. Anyway, so I was telling this telling this guy about having the frustration of not practicing mm-hmm. and you know yeah you're taught your hands hurt the fingertips before they get calloused hurts but he yeah. said there's a there's a hump that you get over and once you get past that moving them uh-huh. around and and then moving them around without looking and then it's and then it's a lot more fun to practice totally i totally agree 100 percent 100 percent so are you one of those guitarists or are you one of those artists that say listen i just play guitar to accompany myself i'm not really a guitarist or do you really take pride in your picking that's a good question wow. um i've never been asked that before uh, no, I, I would say I'm definitely a guitar player. Like I do practice outside of gigging pretty much every day and I'm always making covers. And when I do theater as well, I do have guitar and bass, all of my instruments on my resume. And sometimes I'm asked to play. Um, I just did a show in the summer. I toured it where the actors play the instruments at the same time. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was awesome. It was called Hastings and it was with, it was with Tweed and Company, um, theater. So I guess like 
I, I would consider myself a guitar player on top of a musician because sometimes you have to pull it out in opportunities like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I always find it funny because, you know, I've talked to many musicians and uh, obviously Jihad's a, a guitar. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a lead guitarist. But uh, guys like Berger and even Matthew James Blake, like he pl- he's really proud of his drumming. He's, yeah. I can get by on the guitar. He's got it all tuned down too. So any you know when I pick it up, it doesn't sound like my, my guitar. My dad does that too. <laughs> and then Berger, same thing. He he, he kind of says, "Why well, I, I know enough to get by and and make it look like I know what mm-hmm. I'm doing, but I'm really not a guitarist." His, you know, he likes to sing, and and actually he's been when we used to jam Monday nights, he'd get behind the kit as well. So mm-hmm. it's it's. Uh, you you play multiple instruments then? I do. I dabble. I feel like once you learn one stringed instrument, it's easy to jump like between. I actually learned bass before I learned guitar. Um, I was playing bass tabs like on my uncle's bass, and then I moved to guitar, and then I kind of put all of my effort into guitar. Moved back to bass, ukulele. So I I play a whole bunch of different things. Um, I want to learn the drums. I think that's the only thing I really don't know how to play. Yeah, yet, drums are fun. They're super hard. People think they're easy, but, like, you have to have so much stamina. My drummer, Alan, um, he's amazing, and I keep asking him to teach me, but I don't know if I have the uh, the stamina to be able to do the drums because yeah, it's a lot of work. It is, and, it, you know, I can't believe that there's not a, a bass pedal that's heel-operated. Yeah, I know, right? Because when, yeah. yeah it's just so natural. Anybody something. that listens to music, they keep time with their heel. With their heel. With, with their yeah, heel. And I so I, I got, you know, a buddy of mine, and actually Matthew James Blake, Scotty got his kit and then, it, you know, it got the boot from his house and it, it made it to to my basement. So mm-hmm. um, I put it away because it's like when you got speakers and you it, the drums pick it up, like they vibrate, right? So yeah. I was throwing these things over top of them so it didn't echo, but I just moved them. But I thought, I'm like, why the hell don't they have? So I, I Googled it. Well, no one makes one. That's like so there, you weird. can't buy that's a base pet. Well, I, invention. That's, what are you doing? <laughs> Go quick, thought. make you could, it. But you could build one. Like how much it would it cost you to prototype a, a kick pedal that's modified to work with the heel? It's not that big a deal. I figured there'd be one, and you can't find one. In fact, I found a guy that had one made, and he was displaying it on uh, YouTube, and everyone was like, "Dude, what? You got a prototype? Why don't you just?" sell these things yeah. you make it for so cheap and you know but yeah. then somebody said that the dexterity of your foot is compromised because i don't know how your toes would be more i don't believe flexible it. than that's your, your million dollar be. idea yeah that's your One ticket that's what i gotta do speak ba- somebody's gonna steal your idea now somebody watching this is gonna yeah. become a millionaire now your mom's not musical at all is she uh, i think she played guitar when she was little but okay. like she has her music knowledge like queen of music trivia she's oh. amazing at music trivia knows all of the stuff from like 70s 80s 90s um and she's into like newer bands too like greta van fleet which is like kind of cool oh. because like we can go to concerts and stuff together greta's she killing actually... it now yeah too. yeah i mean their last album like the album that just came out got poor reviews but i listened to it and i thought it was pretty good like i know well, a lot of people compare them to zeppelin and i get that but well, like, he's got a little bit of a plant a plant-esque voice but, for sure but um, it doesn't take away from the fact that there's like these super young kids talented like cute too yeah yeah by far one of the best concerts i've ever been to really they're great yeah i love that studio uh shot of them playing acoustically mm-hmm. the radio station yeah yeah, yeah. they're just adorable i don't yeah. know just a 
good looking bunch of, there's yeah. a couple twins on that a couple I brothers three for sure of them are brothers and the three brothers and drummer one. is a cousin yeah. or something i think like two that? of them are twins too are they that makes sense they all kind of look the same so like <laughs> they're related somehow like intertwined but yeah they're yeah. great i really like them uh who else are you digging that's new who else am i digging that's new hmm. like you go down to 21 pilots don't love 21 pilots no, like I impartial just, to them i ate that album up top to bottom i loved it 21 pilots yeah i think i just have to listen to their stuff that's not on the radio like right. not top 40 that know? album i can't remember what the n- name of the last album was maybe it's two albums ago but it just it, it blew me away yeah i loved it Interesting. and uh yeah well i'm kind of I don't know. I'm drawn to that. Huge fan of USS as well, and that's yeah, that two two band kind of or two man band type of thing. But yeah, uh, yeah I love their that drum bass or that drum yeah. guitar type of thing. And well, USS is really good. I do yeah. really like USS. Do you like like Muse? Then do you like Muse? Uh, Muse blew it for me when they did that Olympic tune. Okay, it just nice. sucked so bad, and they <laughs> just went so commercial. Yeah, and now every song I hear after that just sounds like they're just milking it for the format. You right. know, there's some bands around many bands you know you've seen them before it's like every album sounds the same they've got a format oh, yeah. and they're just never gonna leave it yeah like i'm i'm much more like even rush disappointed me when they reinvented themselves but now i listen mm-hmm. to subdivisions i'm like wow that's a great album when yeah. it first came out it's like oh it's a little too techno a little bit too much synth for me david bowie reinvented himself all the time i just i feel like they you know some of those bands just get stuck in the format Right. But, um, who else are you digging? I mean, well, like, I've always loved Lady Gaga. And I think I'm not just saying that because I'm jumping on the Star is Born train. Like, I've really, really loved her since, like, the the late 2000s. Did you see the movie? I did. I actually, I saw it 13 times, which is very embarrassing. Jessica. I, that's... <laughs> yes. I did. It was at TIFF. I didn't get to see it at TIFF, but I had the opportunity to meet Gaga at TIFF. Did you see that? No. That's that's where did thing. you post that? Uh Facebook. Oh. I did meet I was trying to stay off Facebook. Yeah, that's good. You should. Oh. I that was my resolution for like a day. Yeah, Facebook's and dead to me. Didn't. It's just stopped. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the algorithms or whatever it is, but it just there's no action there. And anytime I go there it's just somebody did this, someone did that, or somebody posted and it hasn't posted in a while. I'm, Insta's a lot more loving space. Yeah. Like the sniping. Oh, I prefer Insta for sure. The sniping mm-hmm. on on. I just don't have the time to argue with these idiots all the time, and I'm I'm one of them because everyone's got a point of view. Yeah. But they, you know, and it's like I said before we went on air. I'm not my social media. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know who I am when no you're sitting really in is. front of me. Yeah. But it's almost like a character, and I'm angry on on social media a lot. Insta mm-hmm. is not like that though. I mean, yeah. you get a lot more love in the comments. You don't get the hate and vitriol. Yeah. And then uh, it's it's like a pretty place because everybody's putting up their nice pictures, right? It is a pretty place. <laughs> I remember reading a book on social media and how, like, each of them was, like, a, a deadly sin. <sighs> like, I forget which one was which, but I think, like, Facebook was, like, rage or something. Tinder was, like, lust and, like, Insta was something, like, it's really interesting. I should Tinder's one I should it. pick up. That's the one Tinder? I need to get. But really? I don't know. Oh, God. I mean, it beats online dating. I don't it know. It kind of is online dating. Well, yeah, it totally is, but I just always thought it was, like, I I went into, I don't know, maybe plenty of fish way back in the day. And, um, and then uh, I get a message. You know, you're all, oh, like this right oh god and i was open about it because 
I mean, lots of people know the face. I don't want people finding me out there. Well, yeah. I, at that point, I, I don't think I cared. And then uh, Sue Newfeld, I'm sure you're not watching, used to babysit me when we lived on Two's place. My old babysitter found me on a dating site and nice. said, oh, I didn't expect to see you here. Delete, delete. Like, I couldn't get That's off there hot. fast enough. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I'm like, oh, who wants to be known to be on an online dating site? But, I mean, I guess it doesn't have the stigma that it used to have. And no. If you want to hook up or you want to date, then yeah. what else are you going to do? But Tinder, I think, is just more That's for true. hookups. Yeah. I'm just not... I mean, I've never had Tinder. Like, I just ne- have never done it and or Bumble or any of that. Um, so I can't speak to it. But, like, I know a lot of my friends have it. And there's some interesting Tinder stories. That oh, I well, but, yeah. I but, don't, but, the but, girls have the best Tinder stories because, the guy, I don't know, guys don't sit around and share their Tinder stories. Not my guy friends. No, I don't yeah, know. no, I don't the know. The girls love it. it. That's all they do. Wine on Friday afternoons, Match.com, Tinder stories, steady. That's what I hear. Match.com. Whatever it is. Dating sites. Match. If you're, you're like 50, maybe. <laughs> oh. Like Match.com, what is that? <clears throat> Plenty of fish, whatever. No, it's Bumble not my is the new thing. Oh, is it? Bumble is the same as Tinder, but it's weird that this is the convert, but I love that this is our conversation. <laughs> Bumble is when only the girls can swipe right. So the boys can't pick the girl. The girls can only pick the boys, and the girls have to message first, and I guess it's that way of like filtering out like the creeps, which isn't really fair because like I'm sure there's creepy females too. No, there's not. Women are perfect. They never lie. <laughs> <laughs> they never cheat. They never steal. And anyway, Bumble boy, is... Boy, we love them so much. Bumble is the the new thing, I think. Yeah, can you uh, pick your gender? 75 of them? Yeah. On Bumble? Okay, yeah. good. It's well, pro- very progressive. I think Or regressive. Yeah. I think it's important. Absolutely it is, because there's only... I agree. 75 genders. Well, it's growing all the time, so we're not going to go down that road. I get... You're single then? Yeah. You don't have a man? No, I do. I do have a Okay. Man. Yeah, I've been dating him for a little over two years. He's actually the guitarist in my band. No. But we were dating before he was my guitarist, so oh. it's not like... Yeah. Isn't that a bad play? You know what? Everybody says that to me, but like it's not, because we get along really well, and we kind of... We have the same now, music tastes. Two years. Still the honeymoon. Always, yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> we see eye to eye. Almost three years. Three years in... It'll be three years in August, so yeah, I guess two and a half, but... Um, no, we see eye to eye, and his brother is my bass player as well, so oh, we cool. all get along. And I was worried to have a band with people so close to me because my cousin is a drummer as well. But we all really like connect, and we I make sure like our set lists, everybody's happy with what we're playing. Um, mm-hmm. There's compromises. Sometimes I get them to play stuff that they like Spice Girls and bring back the 90s. And then sometimes I play stuff like ACDC and stuff for them. So it's a compromise. And no, there's not really a, a problem. And then you got somebody you can lean on too that understands yeah. You know, the band thing, the yeah. the whole support it's yeah. is different than having someone that's a layman, I would I would think. Yeah, it's nice. It's actually really nice to have somebody kind of in the same field as you. And although he doesn't do theater, which is my main occupation, um, he understands it because he is in the entertainment business. So he All gets right. that. He gets that. But. Are you giving him a shout out or no? Yeah. Okay. Love you, Eric. He's going to be so embarrassed. He's going to be like, that's so embarrassing. He's not watching. <laughs> he will be. Actually, no, he doesn't. He does the social media thing, the social media purge. He doesn't have social media. When you get home, you might find that you're unfriended and your relationship uh, has no. been taken down. No. Um, yeah, because uh, if you block someone, it will take them out of your relationship. Oh, he won't block <laughs> Just me. You know. He won't block me. Uh, here's, here's to uh, changing my uh, relationship status one day, but. You got yours changed? What? In on relationship? 
Yeah, but we didn't do it like right away. No. I don't know. That stuff isn't really like important to me. Yeah. And plus, we fans, mostly men or women, um, want to think you're single. We want that. to think you're single I because we love you more when we think that we could stand a chance with you if we ever bumped into you somewhere. Yeah. You've heard I hate that before. That, You've heard that? I'm not a piece of meat. Like, it's true. I think, no, I hate that. I mean, if you're going to be a fan of mine, be a fan for my music, not because you think you can, like, date me. Like, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. I don't like that. No, I'm not something, I'm not a piece of meat. I'm not something that someone can just pick out a store and date or you know, like my music because of the way I look or the way I act. Like, like me for my music or don't like my music at all. So, um, <laughs> now you're playing as a solo act, right? Yeah. Well, unless I'm with the band, then it's just like Jessica Wilson plus band. That's what I mean. So it's yeah. Jessica Wilson and your backup. Yeah. It's not yeah. like you have a, another band name. No, we're trying to come up with a name for the three boys right now. <sighs> They've tossed around some names and I'm like, so it'd be Jessica no. Wilson and the crew or and the hive or, or the like, co, yeah. and co and the hive. Right now it's just Jessica with the gaggle. Alan Steven. Yeah, <laughs> Alan Steven Eric. But if you think of anything, let me know. Okay. I'll uh, work on that. I need I need to get a piece of it. Speaking of piece, you don't have a manager, you don't have a promoter, you don't have a nope. doing everything yourself. Yep. I'm What's pretty that entail? Yeah, so I think when people like see all the gigs I'm booking and like what I'm doing I think they assume that there's someone behind the scenes doing that for me I do have an agent for film and television and theater but that's not for my music career um I had the help of my uncle Frank for a very long time when I was younger to try and moderate kind of like the creeps and like all the like bad people um but as I got older he kind of taught me like how to do it myself so now I do it all by myself I'm marketing I'm getting all of my promo I'm doing it all myself um it's overwhelming and there's been times where I'm like oh my god I need a personal assistant because it's insane booking gigs and having a calendar and getting all that promo but I think you kind of have to like fake it till you make it kind of thing and I also like being in control of my own stuff because I can choose where I want to play and what I want to play for or I can choose what interviews I want to do or what's even up to like newspaper interviews like I'm always asking the editors to you know run the piece before me before you run it because I want to know that's what a manager would do I want to know if you're running false things about me if you're misquoting me etc etc mm. and I know there's dangers in that but I've always been my own boss how have you found the media when you asked for that because I mean I used to ask for that all the time they're like yeah no we yeah. don't we don't we send you stuff to proof yeah we write stories and oh completely. deal with it completely I mean a lot of the times they don't send me stuff to proof but I just mean like you don't have to send me the whole article but maybe just like let me know when it's going to be published mm -hmm. or maybe like just just run your quotes or after we're done doing the interview I'll look at what they wrote down to see if they misquoted me because I really hate when people misquote me because it can be construed and it can cause a lot of drama mm -hmm. which I've experienced in the last year for sure and um yeah the media like everybody I work with is extremely friendly and I'm friends with all of them really so mm -hmm. um I mean, being somebody writing a newspaper or writing whatever, even what you do is not easy. So I totally mm -hmm. get like both sides, but they've, yeah, the media has been pretty good to me. Like, yeah, Frank, uh, he, like he's Italian, no? Yeah. No, what's uncle on what side? Uh, so married to my mom's sister. Oh, okay. So you yeah. got Italian on both sides? Well, my mom's, my mom's side is not Italian. Oh, okay. Irish. Right. But he married into the Wilson family. Oh, But right. his last name is our okay, Curry. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. All so, right. but he's like my best friend. So. Yeah, and he's such a nice man, but he's got that or like don't fuck around aura with you know be well, protective or whatever. Yeah. And you know, I used to tell 
musicians, uh, even Elizabeth May, when she first got into uh, politics back in 06, when I ran for leadership with GPC, you never go anywhere unhandled. Like you take yeah. someone with you, not only for your own safety, obviously, but it just, like when you're the star, you just don't, you need someone to handle your stuff, even if it's just get me a drink or whatever. And, and it's optics too. I don't know. Do you feel that way? You yeah, just, I mean, I don't think I'm like a big enough name to need like a bodyguard. You wouldn't or even let me carry your guitar in today. I'm like, I'll meet you at the car. I know that's like, no. different though because my guitar is my baby. <laughs> I don't let anybody touch my guitar. No way, even in Except the case. There's only two people that have ever, three people that have ever played my guitar, and that's my dad, my boyfriend, and one of my friends that did a show at Black Sheep Lounge once, and she needed to borrow a guitar and I trust her very much so she got to use my guitar so, so. I can't even strum out a D chord on that thing nope. it'd be the fourth fifth you can't person. even look at it don't even look at <laughs> don't it look at me. Don't um, look at me no if Frank when I was younger would like take me to my, all my gigs he would come to literally every single gig and like watch me play and then as I got older it was kind of like more trust but even when I'm doing mm. like big events like if I'm doing something for radio or TV he's usually with me um, and he deals with people for a living. Like he's very, and it's a familiar face. Like when I see you on yeah. stage, I'm looking for him. Last time I saw you, I think you were at the market in St. Yeah. Catharines and there he is. Yeah. So I got someone to chat it up to how she doing yeah, and he yeah, fills yeah. me all in, you know? So I wanted to get him a shirt that said like, like as a joke, like Jessica Wilson, like team or something like as a joke. Cause everybody always knows Security. Like, there's Frank, there's like. And my parents are recognizable too, and my friends who come to all my shows. But yeah, Frank has like kind of been there from the beginning, and always yeah. like making sure I'm grounded and like making sure that I'm not arrogant or cocky, and that I'm saying the right thing. Really? And he was there for the entire process of my first album as well, in okay. the studio with me every single day. How many tracks on that? Five. Okay. Five. How old is it? Came out in 2017. Okay. 2016. Who recorded it? Uh, Kyle Whitaker at Strange Pumpkin okay. in St. Catharines. Yeah. Right. And he was brilliant and he really did everything I wanted to do in that album. I just kind of like outgrown it now. I hear um, that and you, you're saying like yeah. you really, yeah. really outgrown that. Yeah. Like this is the, what I hear from you mm -hmm. over and over. Yeah. It was like fun pop and I love the songs. I'm going to still perform them live and I'm even thinking of maybe doing like a remix on my new, my new EP to come out like or album in a couple of years um, of the songs that people really like because I love the music a lot but now I'm like getting more into like the synth pop and, like 80s synth pop because that's what I've always loved and I'm really excited to be rebranding like who? Who like, did you like synth pop? Just like who was you? Who did you? Well, enjoy listening to? you're gonna roll your eyes at me. No, I probably love it. So like Madonna is amazing okay. like 80s hit or miss she's okay. bad and good um also the eurythmics but not sweet dreams like okay. there are other stuff um yeah. depeche mode i've always really depeche loved. Mode's one of my favorites i've actually i sent the song i sent an early copy and they're still the playing song. music yeah i know people they're ask amazing. me who your favorite bands i'm like pink floyd Depe depeche uh, i can't even, depressed mood i mostly said uh, most of the time i've seen them in concert tons of times and floyd as well uh, and people will say, oh, that's a pretty strange combination. But Floyd yeah. was everything to me. And uh, Depeche Mode, when, and then grade 10 and on. Wow. And they are phenomenal live. They Like, Dave Gahan is a I know. They're witch. on my bucket list. They're on my bucket list. Well, he's but... witchcraft. But now, it costs you 200 bucks to go see Depeche, Depeche Mode. That's concert tickets, though. Like, I've paid upwards yeah. of 200 bucks to see some of my favorite I'm not artists. going to any big acts anymore. Last one I saw was Dallas Green, no offense. Um, 
that the back of the ACC had free tickets from the station. And as soon as I sat down, it was either see them or Swollen Members were playing a club at my buddy's place mm-hmm. in Niagara Falls. I should have went to see Swollen Members. I would meet them, watch sound check, hang out with my buddy at his pub yeah. and stuff like that. Well, and as soon as I sat though. down, yeah, but he was this big from the back of the ACC, I and mean, I don't care. I mean, that's why I can hardly go out to see people play. Like, I have them here. Or I, yeah. I, I, you know, I hang out with them in the basement for for rehearsal. Like, <laughs> what the hell do I need to fight a crowd and stay up till they don't go on till eleven o'clock? You playing any early gigs? Am I playing any early gigs? Yeah, I mean, do you find that uh, people just don't like to come out at 11 o'clock if you're the headliner? Oh, no, I I think my age group, like my demographic that I'm appealing to, like they like the later shows Mm. um, just because like I'm in my 20s and I think anybody legal Stop making it sound like you're a generation away or something like that. Well, I'm just saying. My generation? My generation? (laughs) I want to get violent when you say that. (laughs) No, no, it's true though. If you think about it, like 20-year-olds are more willing to like go to the club late. I hear you. Not all of them. No. There's some like pretty rad 30 year olds, 40 year olds, 50 year olds. Like, I'm not saying there isn't, but like, I've never had that problem. Right. But I mean, I've never played like past, like, if I'm playing a bar gig with my band, it's like 10 to 1. You know, like, mm. it's not really, I'm not, it's not like I'm playing at like 4 a.m. Now, when you, do you find that you're frustrated by playing bar gigs when everyone's just drinking and partying and nobody's really listening to you and you become backup? Nope. Like background music instead of like sitting. Like I remember Aaron uh, Burger Blake and Gould did a show at Yoga by Sarah, mm-hmm. seated, free, and yeah. they played for donations and Sweet. they killed it. Sweet. And way more than they would ever make in a bar. Yeah. Where everyone's blah 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 yeah. and fighting and carrying on and stuff. And these people were locked in the whole time. So you know, I wonder if there's. You know, a, a frustration there from, you know, playing the bars and, and not really having a, like, everyone locked on you. Are you doing some intimate gigs no. where it's yeah. just oh. people serious about the music? Yeah, for sure. Like, I definitely get an intimate gig here and there. But, like, you have to remember I got my start playing in bars when I wasn't even old enough to be in bars. Mm. I'm very comfortable with being the background music. That's my full-time job. I'm oh. okay if people are at a bar. Because if I'm at a bar and there's live music, I'm listening. But I came to drink with my friends. Like, I came to have a good time. So if people aren't, like, locked in on me clapping after every song, I know they're still appreciating it. Mm. It doesn't it honestly doesn't oh, bother me. that's good attitude. But that's why I love theater so much. Because I feel like when people come and see theater, they're there to see a show. Whereas if people are going to a bar, they're not necessarily there to see the live music. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? And I think that's why I love theater so much. Because then it's actually people sitting down listen to mm-hmm. talk sing do your thing does that make sense yeah no absolutely and it's a good attitude to have yeah. because uh, you know the a lot of you know well some musicians that i talk to are like oh yeah it's much better when people are you know uh, locked of course, in yeah it's much better when people are locked in and requesting songs or telling you hey that was really good or like hey do you do this song but like i'm okay with being the background music as well like that's why i'm hired right so if I ever come up to you, uh, I'll give the credit to Doug Mundy on this. The worst thing that anyone's ever said to him on a show, leaned over the piano and said, you know anything good? So if I ever say to that at a Ooh, show, rough. that's where it comes from. Imagine. I've gotten some pretty like <laughs> rude things said to me at gigs from like tourists and stuff. And I'm just like, ooh, that's rude. But like smile and be like, oh, yeah, you know. Uh, covers you not doing them anymore or you do them all when you're when you're playing live when I'm playing I'm doing covers um, okay and so what did you say you weren't doing them on Insta 
Oh, yeah. So I was telling you, I stopped doing covers on Insta. Okay. I'm starting to get back into it. I got a really nice ring light for Christmas. And a which? I'm, a ring light. Like, it's which a light is? of ring. It's a ring of light. Ring. Light okay. of ring. Okay. It's a ring of light, and it's you can put your phone in the middle of it, and you can film the covers. And I also do it for self what, What's Oh, so it puts light on the yeah, subject. Yeah, and okay. it looks really good. Okay. Yeah, it's like that, but, like, with a ring. No, it's not like that, because that's... Well, well, that's not telling it. That's a professional photography light. Yeah. No. Oh, uh. that's what a ring light is, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's, so I'm going to no start doing it again. No one can see it, so they don't know it's just a construction light on a stand with wax paper holding in front of I it. I think it looks great. <laughs> it's really catching my highlighter right now. I can feel it, so. It's making me sweat. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I stopped doing covers for a while because I was really focused on theater, and also I just did, I stopped doing them because I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I just stopped doing them. But now I'm getting back into them. I'm actually, I'm filming one today after this little endeavor. Where? Um, in, I'm going to my friend's studio and we're pre-recording it with my drummer. And then Instillment is filming it. Instillment, do you know Instillment? They're uh, Reese Fisher's company. Okay. Um, he's filming it and we're going to do it at the Winter Festival of Lights in a couple of weeks. We're going to do a broken down cover of Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody. And I'm going to start uh, doing all these like 80s, 90s covers. And I'm going to start putting them on my YouTube because that's kind of what my new genre is. So that's looking ahead, but I, I haven't done a cover in a really, really long time. So rather than post it to Instagram, you're going to put it on YouTube instead? Yeah, yeah. And I know I, that's so hypocritical because I was just telling you, I think YouTube's a little bit dead. But I can also put it on Instagram. Like I can take a clip from the YouTube mm. and put it on the gram. Right. But the gram only allows you for one minute now. So How, if you, how about if you go live, though? You I can could. do the live story for an hour, can't you? Yeah, but then you can't keep it. Oh, also, I have disappears? my. Remember, I told you I had my story blocked from. Right. Yeah. And uh, does your phone keep the story? You can as save the video. It. Yeah. You can save okay. it. Okay. But I think I would do it like as a post. I just find like live is better for live moments, whereas right. like. Where are you getting the biggest kick in social media these days? Insta. For sure. Hundred percent. Yeah. Facebook, I wouldn't have Facebook if I wasn't a musician. To be honest with you, I use it just for connecting. Like I rarely do I ever post like going to this today like it's always like hey guys i'm playing this place like catch you there this is where you'll find me or hey check out this news article not i just got my highlights done what do you think uh, yeah never <laughs> never 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 i'm not that type no of food person. porn no food mm. porn no not even on food Insta. porn for me is an empty plate that's the only time i'll and it looks disgusting which is the whole point really? laughing at food oh, porn God. yeah no i never i'm always like this used to be Lobster scrambled. Oh, oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's good. Oh. Um, no, Insta, I think Insta is the biggest uh, social media for well, you've, musicians right now. 50,000. 40,000. That's... Soon to be 50,000 wow. in maybe like a year. That's nuts. I honestly, I've been lucky because every time I play a gig, I gain like 20 to 30 followers from a gig. And if I'm playing... 40.8, yeah. I'm playing, yeah, I'm playing 200 and... This year I played 230 gigs in 2017. What? 2018. What year? So you it's 2019. 2018. So you're gonna you've got claim to one of the hardest working musicians in Niagara then if you're playing 230 gigs a year. Damn. Yeah, I'm playing a lot of gigs and I'm booking them all myself, which is nice. Um, but I don't think I'm one of like I don't think I think all the musicians work hard. I mean I don't know how many gigs other people are playing, but well you don't have a, a regular job like a real job. A real job. That is my real job, friend. No, for sure. That that's the only thing you do to make money is full time musician. And okay. then when I'm not 
when I'm not in a theater contract. Okay. Theater comes first for me. Okay. Um, I was lucky to book three contracts in 2018, so I didn't gig as much. So imagine if I didn't book the theater contracts, how many gigs I would have played wow. in 2018. Probably close to 300 gigs um, if I wow. didn't have the contracts. Yeah. Huh. yeah. So like summer, I'm gigging every single day, sometimes twice a day. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It pays, and pays then so when you do it. a theater contract, how long does that take you off the books for? Depends. My I had one that was a month, and I had one that was three months. And what did you do? So my first contract was Hastings with Tweed and Company. We did a tour of Bancroft, Belleville, and Perth. And Tweed's a performance group? Yes, Tweed okay. and Company. Shout out to Tim Porter, who loves podcasts and will probably uh, listen to this. What up, Tim? And what up, Tim? And um, then I did Rocky Horror at no. Canada A for my second time because I did Rocky Horror in college. Who'd you play? Not that I would know. Well, the first time I played Janet in college and then this time I got to play Columbia she's the one that tap danced and she's really fun Lil Nell played her in the movie I don't think I've actually ever seen it that's really sad I know I've never seen E.T. either you? or Star Wars what? <laughs> who hurt I me? haven't who? seen Star Wars but I, you haven't seen E.T. <laughs> who hurt you? who hurt you? Why haven't, seen, why haven't you seen Rocky? you need to see that Rocky Horror Picture she, it used to be such a you big thing it. when we were kids at the Lincoln Theater uh, midnight they used to play it downtown yeah Oh, is that what they play it all the time? Yeah. Is that a Rocky Horror Picture thing? It goes That's, on at midnight? Well, usually there's a midnight showing. Oh, when okay. I did Rocky Horror Show, because a live production is called Rocky Horror Show, we okay. didn't have a midnight, but we did have like late night shows, and it's wild. It's like the coolest show you could ever do, and it's ridiculous. And then I did, um, total opposite, I did Beauty and the Beast this past December. Um, at the Scotiabank Center in Niagara Falls. What's the one where they throw blood on the people in the front row? That's Evil Dead. Evil Dead. I had a girlfriend that asked me to go to that. And Did I, you go? Well, it's actually a girlfriend, like a friend of mine and a client. And um, I did not. You should have. I've never seen Evil Dead, but I've seen clips of it. And it's like. She says it's hilarious. The splatter zone. That, well, I don't, would never sit there. That's, you have to sit there. <laughs> Why would you not sit in the splatter zone? That's so fun. Yeah, eh? And, uh, sim I mean, the, the Rocky Horror Show used to be full participation, even still at the is. theater. Mm -hmm. Still is. And uh, still the is. play was as well? Yeah. Yeah, very and So fun. you played it twice. You played Janet? I played Janet in 2016 at the college, which was like, we had a midnight showing there, and it was like probably the best show I've ever done on stage. So fun. I got to work with Melissa Williams, who is amazing. And then, and then I got to do it at O Canada A in Niagara Falls when I was Columbia, and I liked playing Columbia a little bit more because she's more fun. And full participation, water guns, um, rice, streamers, very dirty objects, cards. Um, super fun, yeah, super fun experience. <laughs> awesome. It was good. And so what is in store for the new album? How is It's going to be an EP as well? So I'm going to be releasing a single every two and a half months. So I'm not releasing an album right off the bat. I think now physical copies of albums are not doing as well as streaming on Spotify and Tidal and Google Play, Amazon, et cetera, et cetera. So my new single comes out January 22nd. It's called Underdog. And um, going to see how that goes. And it's released, It's being released on all platforms. It's up for pre-order right now if you want to grab it. Um, it's a dollar, which is probably less than your Starbucks coffee. Oh, and, definitely. <laughs> and then... In mid-March, I'll be releasing another one called Ego, which I'm very excited to release. Can you talk about uh, what you're writing about? Sure. So Underdog, I wrote because I think being a female, a young female in the music industry. Don't. No. 
Yeah. No. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. You don't even know what I'm going to say. As a woman, you're the underdog? Can you, like, are you going to listen to what I'm going to say? <laughs> no. You can't speak to it unless you're a female in the industry. Sorry, not sorry. Um, okay. Okay. So being, wow. being a 16-year-old female, when I was performing as a 16-year-old female, nobody wanted to hire me because I was 16 years old. I had no experience. And quite frankly, back then in 2000, whatever that was, 2012, 2011, there weren't many females doing what I was doing. There was Katie Gatta, who's amazing and Rock still star. amazing, and she was doing it, and right. I was watching her with my best friend because her her little sister is my best friend, and um, we would watch her. And I'm pretty sure she was Mel Monaco was doing it, um, but star. and those were the only females really that were doing it. And I wanted to get involved, and I wanted to do that, and. Um, it was hard for me to get hired because nobody thought that I was good enough because of my age and because it was rare to see a female doing that, especially when you're 16. You're not using, not that I'm using sex appeal now, but you don't have sex appeal to flirt with the bar owners or you don't have that fan base of men, like you were saying, to try and boost your followers. And I still don't want that. And I still don't use that. I'm just saying, I'm figuring, I'm assuming that's where you were coming from with the underdog mm, statement mm. when you're 16 17 you don't have that and you shouldn't have that you should really never have that so um it's always been a struggle for me now that i'm a little more established i am able to book gigs and you know um there's a lot more females in the music industry now and it's more accepting but it still is really really hard for a female to be in this industry and i think a lot of people roll their eyes at that but nobody can speak to that until they're in our position so um, I was asked to play a show with Valerie Bergazi uh, at the end of October, and I oh, wrote star. this song. You're hitting on all, know, all cylinders here. So One, two, three. I, uh, I wrote this song in 20 minutes um, backstage before I did that show with Valerie, and that was the first time I had ever performed it live. And um, I wrote it for everybody that's ever felt like they were underestimated or the underdog. And the song is basically saying, like, it's okay to not be the best, or it's okay to not feel like you're the best, or if people underestimate you, it doesn't mm -hmm. matter, as long as you have confidence in yourself. That's the tea, Jim Fannin. That's the tea. And then... Put me in my place. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not saying... You're wrong. I'm just saying that I don't think you can speak to it unless you've been in that position. And I'm sure there are some males that disagree and could argue the other side and say that females get more attention. But I don't know. I've been doing this for eight years mm -hmm. now. And I think, like, you know, I'm pretty honest with myself. You know, I'm a pretty honest person. And mm -hmm. um, I think it is really hard to be a female in the music industry. And I think a lot of people underestimate that, especially when you're young and you're 16 and you're competing against guys who are 30 who have been doing this for 20 years. Yeah, you oh are no, I completely get that. The underdog. Yeah. You just are. As a young female, you are the underdog and a lot of people underestimate you and um that's why I wrote the song. It's not saying like males suck or anything. It's just saying like at one cuz they don't like I love everyone. It's great, yeah. but it's just saying that at one point and I still am the underdog. It's like small fish big pond scenario. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there are a lot of people that can relate to that, male, female, young, old in mm -hmm. any in any circumstance. Well, music, you have to build from the ground up. I mean, you don't just, well, maybe some people do, but you just don't slide into a nice cushy gig. No. And then and your no. career takes <laughs> off. I mean, you gotta you got to bust yeah. your ass no, no matter what your sex. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I can completely see that. I just, I always, I, I, I look at it like women around the world. Like mm. men might be in different positions than women are and right. for good reason. I mean, yeah. we have personal choices that take us to the careers that we want to go in but i mean 
every every man answers to a woman. (laughs) (laughs) And in the background, they're pulling the strings like crazy. And you know what? Any uh, any brilliant musician, inventor, male, um, always did it for the love of a good woman. So that's um, true. And yeah. I could yeah. see being young being <clears throat> being a huge uh, disadvantage yeah. walking in because you're not even supposed to be in the bar. Forget being the talent there. Yeah. Which brings me to Nicole talking about being oh my God, in a yeah. bar. Can we talk about Nicole Sermonera yeah. for like a hot second? <laughs> I'm obsessed with her. Like I'm. I'm always, not obsessed with her, but she's filthy, man. She's a great she's musician. Man. Every time she plays, I'm like, oh, oh. yes. And thank Jesus. you to Theater Crisp. They're the one that introduced me. Well, not literally. I emceed one of their gigs at the warehouse. Gin. And Gin, gin opened. Yeah. They brought They're him. fucking amazing. Brought her and them in, Ivan. Yeah. He's great on the bass. And he's no much older than Nicole is. Yeah. Joel's, Joel's, <laughs> Joel's like the senior citizen. Twenty <laughs> Is he 23 or something back there? Like the rest of I think she, well, she's probably 20 years old now, right? Nicole is quite younger than I am. I think she just turned 20. Yeah. I could be wrong. I don't know. But I have a huge a girl crush on Nicole. I think she's fucking awesome. Yeah. And she's very unique. She's very like, this is who I am and this is what oh, I do. Oh, I love it. And she's hilarious. Yeah. I just love her very personality much. Personality. I have so much respect for her. Personality. So much respect for her. And that band is not just tight. They fill it like, and I didn't realize I'm like, you guys sound huge. Like that's yeah. the only thing that was in my head. You sound mm-hmm. full, like big. They're awesome. And Nicole said, well, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, man. That's totally what she said. Yeah. And um, I'm like, why? She says, no, that's like one of the greatest compliments you want to hear is a three piece is that yeah. you sound full oh. and big and all that kind of stuff. So um, they're hitting it. Yeah. And she's awesome. exploding on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I love it. Like I, every time she pops into my feed, I watch the whole thing. Yeah. And I got a shout out. I don't know if you've ever got one girl crush girl, but um. <laughs> I always call her stud, right? Because yeah. she is a stud. She can wail on that yeah. guitar. Like, yeah. And uh, and she says, hey, Jim, you're the stud. Let's not kid around about that or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's like, talk about fanboy. I was freaking out because a little bit. we were, I was talking to her and on my like following feed, it was like Joe Jonas just followed like Nicole Sermonera. And I was like. You. A Jonas brother is following you? Like, that is my 13-year-old dream. I was like, oh, my God, Joe Jonas is following you. So I, like, commented on her stuff. I was like, at Joe Jonas. Like, sign Nicole, like, at Joe Jonas. Like, put her in your van. I was freaking out. I was like, a Jonas brother is following you. Like, that's huge for He's me. She probably me doesn't too. care. But is he really? No. What the no hell, Joe? Me. <laughs> follow me. Yeah, I was freaking out for her. And I think she's getting, like, so much attention. And, like, I'm so happy because, like, she deserves it. She's so fucking humble. I have so much respect for her. She probably thinks I'm psycho now, but, like, for real, for real. Like, she is amazing, and I can see her doing nothing but great things. And, like, and then what do you say humble? I, I say genuine when I see her because she just does not give a fuck about Yeah, like, she's genuine just her. and humble. Like, there's yeah. a lot of people with 50,000 followers that would be like, I have 50,000 followers. And well, like, she just got them, so maybe I'm it goes like to that. her head as she gets older. Who knows? No, but I, I think, think you're right. I think so. She's pretty genuine. She's pretty, yeah. like, to herself and, like, honest, true to herself. And she has, like, a really good brand going on, really good style, really good aesthetic. What's her brand? What do you think that is? Like, fucking cool? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, she's just, like, you know what I mean, though? Like, No, I totally do. She, like, she's to unique. Me, she's she's got so unique. just that funky... Um, genuine, yeah, and yeah. 
It's just super real. Yeah, I want to make a cover with her. I've been, like, thinking, like, I want to do, like, a duo with her. She'd be, like, amazing. There's also Sarah Bolton is also amazing, too. Eris. Eris now. She goes by Eris. She rebranded. She's also, like, oh, really? making moves. Yeah, she's, like, doing a lot of things. And like, um, That's actually, I'm working her a little bit. And when you asked me, I knew there was somebody in the background. So we've been talking. I love Sarah Bolton as well. So you're hitting on everyone you've hit on so far. I'm a huge fan. Katie yeah. Gatt is just, yeah, she's great. wow, she's a dream. Yeah. And uh, she opened for Burger Blake and Gould. Or, uh, no, Aaron Berger had, a like, a pre-sale show at yeah. the Mate Cafe. Yeah. Oscar. Drifter? Yeah. Like, wow. And Katie, wow. I haven't seen Katie in a long time, but she's just, her voice is so mm -hmm. sweet. And uh, I, I said, hey, you know, come on. She says, well, when I put something out that we can talk about, I'm like, please. If you're going to blow me off, just say I'm not interested. No, I think, She's got all kinds of music. Well, Anyways, I think she's love working Katie on Gata. some new stuff, and Katie's really great with always wanting to be the best she can be and I have a lot of respect for that like as someone who's putting out new music I don't blame her for being like I want to wait mm -hmm. like there's so many great females in the Niagara region and there's great males too like I could name a We're million males with but musical like, talent but I think the females just women. like yeah have like kind of like a bond and like mm -hmm. everybody's really good like I could just go on and name like a million people that are like so well you've hit five for five already and Sarah um if you're watching I know you will be at some point hopefully checking <laughs> us out but um yeah, uh, I've caught her a few times, and, and uh, yeah, beautiful songwriter and, yeah. and musician as well. Uh, Mel Monaco, killing She's it. Great. Talk about I, branding. Yeah, I just She's met her for it. the first time this past summer, and she was so nice because we were playing the same place, but, like, back-to-back. -back. And um, I really like her one song, Nashville Life, which I know is off her past album, not Wishing, Waiting, Floating. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it's called, mm -hmm. but the past one. And, yeah, her brand is, like, extraordinary like she has a really good brand and she's very kind to, to like she's just so kind and mm -hmm. i think that's really important and there's also um a two male artists i want to touch on really quick uh everett champion oh great love him. rapper Young awesome guy. his song mm -hmm. mamacita like that's my workout song at the gym and um nico tripodi i probably said that wrong Tripodi. Tripodi. Did I say okay. that right? He used to be in Tuscany. I don't know if okay. you're familiar with Tuscany. Um, I don't know Nico. He Who's goes his by parents? Do you know? Nico TK now. I don't know. Okay. His mom I know is some beautiful. I know that because one time he posted a photo of his mom. I was like, you have a really pretty mom. Hmm. But he's great. Nico is a wonderful songwriter, and he has a new song out called Don't Weep. And um, it's really good. So you should listen to Nico. And uh, Nico and yeah, Everett just did a show to together. look him up. I know Tony Tripodi. Maybe it's his grandfather or maybe. uncle or whatever. But, uh, you know, who is... Uh, I think he goes by Nico TK Anna now. And uh, who's the... Oh, I wish I could remember his name now. It's slipping my mind. He's a homeopath. Naturopathic doctor on Ontario. He used no to be idea. on Ontario Street. But, uh, okay, so Tripodi. Okay, good. He's really and Champion's good. still doing some stuff? Ever Champion is, yeah, really. He rebranded really too from EZEC. He did. He did. He's he's so good. I, I want to collab with both of them at one point. I think on this next this next um, EP, this next album, I'm, I definitely want to do a collab with them, with both of them. I think they're a great team, even though they don't really – brand themselves as a team they're really good friends and oh really okay yeah yeah so you'll have them like guest on the uh, yeah on like i'd love everett like to write a few verses for me and i think nico's producing is like amazing so i'd like to like collab there's so many people like i could just go on and on and on and on and on well you gotta be a, 
you don't have to be but it i I love the people that are genuine fans as well as mm-hmm. musicians because yeah. they get what it's like to fanboy or fangirl over someone as well, right? Yeah, it's so important for musicians to support each other. When I won my anime this year, I, that was my speech. It's so important for us to support each other because like, there's no sense in competing because we're all different and we're all trying to like get to the same place but different places. And like supporting somebody else's success is not going to dampen yours. You no. know what I mean? And I think there's some artists in this area that don't understand that. Mm-hmm. And they need to because we're not competition. We're not your enemies. We're your friends. We're a team. We go to each other's shows. We buy each other's albums. Be. And everybody should be doing that. And mm-hmm. like Niagara has a really, really tight-knit community. And, and deep pool of talent. I didn't know that. Crazy. But, you know, artists like you that travel around would uh, often tell me, you know, you don't understand. We have something really special here. Yeah. I didn't know. But mm-hmm. there are little pockets of music all over the mm-hmm. world. And Niagara's yeah. one of the best ones. Yeah. Yeah. Truly, truly, truly amazing. Like the animes, there's so many submissions and so many nominations. And, and there's so many great people. And, yeah. I'm not trying to kiss ass. I really do think that. I really do. I really I do. I dropped by the open show that was at Johnny Rockins. I th- uh, Rocco's the uh, launch show, I think. But I got there early. I you were just there. setting up. Yeah. Or just starting. Oh, yes, yes, back and in I had another, And I had another gig I had to go to. Yeah. And I said, I'll double back. I, I asked um, Todd, you know, how long you're here. And um, I don't know. He told me. I said, "Well, I'll try and double back." And then I, I didn't make it back. I can't remember what my other gig was, but uh, I heard it went pretty well. And then how to go over to the Legion? Legion? I don't get tickets. Isn't that where they had it this year? Animes? Uh, oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was a beautiful show. It was nice. It was nice to be able to sit with like my friends and my band. My boyfriend were there, obviously, and. Yeah, we had a really good time. We got to open the show. Oh, you played it too? Yeah, because cool. I won People's Choice last year and this year. So they got me to open, which is nice because the year before there were some audio problems and I didn't have a great performance. So it was nice to kind of have like a redeemable. Was that the theater in the falls the year before? The Greg Freeman, yeah. Right. Um, There's just some monitor I don't issues. I remember that. Oh, could you tell from the audience? Uh, Well, for me, there was monitor issues. Oh, okay. Um, a lot of people said. So was there. I don't remember that though. I'm a perfectionist, so if I'm the least bit flat or sharp, I eat myself up over it for the like next mm-hmm. like million years. Anyways, this year was awesome, and it was really well done, really well organized, and um, yeah, it was really nice to like be in a room full of friends that like all kind of get it. Danny Lamb had us all up on stage. Danny Lamb's also great. I love Danny Lamb. <laughs> um, to do a song, and yeah, it was really good. Like a big, big music community. I think that's really important. Yeah. yeah. You doing many festivals or are you doing all just uh Yes, I have some festivals in the work, but I'm not allowed to say what they are. Oh, okay. I'm very excited. Um for the summer, for the summer. And of course, I'll return to Springalicious and well, if they'll have me, anything local, if they'll have me, I'll be there. But yeah, I have some big shows in the work, but I'm not allowed to say anything right now because they're not set in stone and I don't like to jinx it. And I signed an NDA. So I can't say anything, but the, I, the, I do have some some big shows coming up, which I'm excited for, especially with my new music, and hopefully by then my second song, Ego, will be out, which I think people will like, but we'll see. I don't know. I'm nervous. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. What's Ego about? Um, Ego is about somebody with a very big ego that, <laughs> obviously, it's called Ego. It's not very deep, but... Um, I wrote it about someone who has always kind of been very 
mean to me. I know that's so Taylor Swift, but like, <laughs> I think, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like a fuck you song. Really? But Is that so Taylor Swift? A little bit, yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I know I'm right? Not, I'm like, big she's fan of her music. Like, fuck you. Like, oh, yeah. I'm me like it's not that cheesy but ego ego is about someone with a very big ego who needs to check themselves mm. a little bit cool i don't know and going back to uh synth pop what's how big of a shift is that for you big yeah because you went from super pop to pop rock yeah pop rock which somehow got tossed up into the country genre i am not a country artist i have never been a country artist but and somehow, sincerely, it sounds like you're offended by the label. No, not at all. I okay. think country artists are great songwriters, and it's extremely hard to be in country music. Um, but somehow, my music got swept under the country category. Oh, and um, nothing wrong with the country community. I owned it. I was like, great, this album's labels as labeled as country, so now we're gonna play some country shows. This album, I was like, I am not country. <laughs> I love synth pop. It's like a take. It's taking me a lot of balls to do this because I don't know how well it's going to be received. It's eighty synth pop. My demographic was born in the nineties. I was born in the nineties, but I have a deep connection to that. So it's either going to flop or it's going to soar. So I'm extremely nervous to release my new music. Um, but it's not country and it's not pop rock. Synth pop. You electronic. won't get uh, swept under the country category anymore. Anymore. I'm not shitting on the country artists i think no. country is great but I, I was just like very like oh what do you mean i don't know if it's like the blonde hair guitar thing i know my voice has kind of like a country twang to it but so weird so mm. weird to me like it really just came out of nowhere and so if you can tease your upcoming songs what would you compare them to as far as synth pop songs go so everybody who's listened so far have um actually compared it to like madonna's um like uh, confessions of a dance floor album which was after her like uh her her hype and also i have gotten some comparisons to depeche mode which i don't hear um my inspiration for the album was obviously duran duran um, oh really yeah, okay. and and um Does new order new fit order, in there you literally read my mind new order fit in there um, Bizarre Love Triangle, Blue yeah, Monday. A Blue Monday. The best course. dance songs ever. I know. Still, I know. You can't dance to I'm, Deep Purple's whatever, but you also, put Bizarre um, Love Triangle on and in any wedding, I'm on the floor. I know, right? <laughs> uh, a little bit of Corona, if you remember Corona. Um, oh. And then with some modern influences, obviously. So the modern Madonna and also, um, I'm trying to think, like other modern, modern synth synth wave synth pop hmm. um i'm excited i'm nervous like i'm shitting my pants i'm nervous like i'm very very nervous that it's not going to be well received because it's so different but it's a really good song i know i'm biased but i think it's one Which of those one songs about now? underdog Eva? underdog okay. i think it's everybody who i've shown it to have said like it's great um it's a really good dance song i want people to like be able to listen to my song and like get drunk and have fun or like go to the gym and work up a sweat that's the kind of music I want to create, and I think I did it. I don't know. We'll see in, like, 12 days if it's... Awesome. <laughs> I'm nervous. How are you going to release it? How do you propagate um, it? So it's up for pre-order right now, but it'll just be dropped on Sp excuse me, Spotify, Tidal, 
Google Play, Amazon Music, and it'll be available on iTunes as well. Okay. Um, no music video for this one. I debated it, but I think the, the release of a new branded song will be enough. I like the idea of not doing, not cutting a whole album and driving. That's why I said to the boys here and there, like, I love, you know, the idea of putting 12 songs together and dropping it all at once, but it's a lot of work, it takes a lot of money. And by the time the album comes out, you're fried. Like, yeah. you're frazzled. All the rehearsals and, you don't and the get as presses. Much press, like, right? If you're releasing. Yeah, because it, yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. why I said, why don't you just drop one every month for a yeah. year and you've got an album? Yeah, that's you know, my plan. But you almost have to have them, like, done and canned as you're going forward yeah. but i guess you know, i can't really put a song together in a month unless you're really well damien damien birdsey at birdcage the guy that i recorded underdog with did it in record time and it sounds amazing um so i'll be using him for the rest of my songs to come out and we're already working on a second song ego mm -hmm. which will be out in mid-april but um it's a lot of work. People don't people underestimate how much work it is. It really is a lot of work to go into a studio and write a song. Like they think you just go in and you record it and it's done. No, like vocals take like hours, harmonies take hours. Sitting there and looking through synth waves and beats and drums take like 3 hours just to pick the right high symbol. Like it's it's so such a process, but it's like worth it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. People could like hate this song, but that's okay because I like it. Like it's like either take it or leave it. Well, I mean, that's sometimes the most successful musicians are the ones that say, you know what, I, I don't make music for you. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't want to sound following like a, a snow, format. But... You're not, you know, doing uh, the pop rock thing anymore, and yeah. you're sliding into a genre that you are passionate about. So I really do love it. That's the thing. Like everybody yeah. would always ask me, like. What's your favorite type of music? What are your influences? And I realized that I wasn't making music that I like listen to. Is somebody saying something funny? What are they saying? Who is it? Nicole said you suck. She says, tell her. Nicole stop mentioning there? my... No, she says, although you didn't mention my real passion, which is duck farming, but that's fine. Nicole! <laughs> I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> duck farming. She does, um, she does do duck farming, apparently. She is a beauty. That's, Sorry, so you, you caught me. I said I wasn't going to look that's at, okay, the, that's okay. at, at the video because it distracts from my guest. Jihad, thank you. Uh, G said to me the other day, he's like, dude, I felt like uh, when you, as soon as you went and looked at the computer, you lost Dano. You kind of faded back. I don't know. Maybe. He says, I don't know if it was just me or not. But So I, I, I told you, I, um, I, I shouldn't do that anymore. But that's okay. That's it just okay. popped up here, and that's I love good. Nicole. She's, yeah, she's she great. is a stud. That's good. She Jess, you are a literal star. That's from Nicole. Too. Oh, she's all over the. Th she's on good. it like a. I'm fangirling. <laughs> <laughs> I just sat very red faced while listening to you guys talk. Me y'all too much. Y'all are too much. Ryan Lund says, much. "Hey guys." Hey Ryan. That's yeah, cute. cool. Well, thanks for uh, watching, Nicole. Yeah, huge fans. So that's. Uh, Hey, you know what? If you sucked, we probably wouldn't talk about you so much, but we probably right. wouldn't be sitting here saying, uh, yeah, can you can you imagine how, like, it's you only get the props because you're good, you know? Yeah. So, and sometimes people, uh, a lot of times people have a hard time accepting um, acknowledgement of, like, wow, yeah. you're really good. And, uh, you know, I always, I often ask my guests if they get, if they get acknowledged for the impact because, at some point, your song's going to get people through. Like it's going to get them over or it's going to be their rage song. 
that they hate their boyfriend with ego or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and it's meaningful. Yeah. Like when that becomes your theme song for a while, whether it's a love song, a breakup song, a hate song, whatever it is, mm-hmm. like you know what it's like when you get, you know, you're going through something emotional mm-hmm. and you've got some dark album that helps you get through it or some beautiful album of light that helps you get through and gives yeah. you hope and stuff like that. I wonder, you know, like I said, a lot of the musicians have a hard time accepting the acknowledgement that, you know, your music is meaningful to me mm-hmm. and it got me through a lot. Of, like, what's better to be acknowledged that way, right? Yeah. I'm so. guilty of that. I'm totally guilty of that. It's weird for me to like, ag- accept. Oh, really? Yeah, it's okay. weird. Now, do you lay it on other people? Oh, all the time. Okay. Said Nicole. <laughs> Example, right? Um, No, but yeah. No, that's sure. just, that's a like a compliment. But, you know, in a serious discussion, you've ever said, you know what, like you're, you're, song stayed in my deck for three weeks while I bawled my eyes out over blah 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 or something like I mean that's a, that's a no cool but thing. I feel like I should yeah there you go that's my new new year's resolution <laughs> yeah. to acknowledge more that's a good one communicate the and acknowledge the impact so yeah. well, that's good well we made some headway there yeah. uh yeah so uh, a couple people got in it's that's an good. hour See, how far see I told you, you were like, I don't know if we're going to be able to fill the time. I was like, I did not babe, say don't that. Don't worry. I said don't an worry. hour flies by. <laughs> don't worry. Um, but yeah, I did promise everyone that you're going to perform. I am. So um, you want to do that now? I'm going to. All so right. before anybody makes fun of me, I just wrote this song. It's underdog, obviously. But because it's brand new, I have to use the iPad for my words. So don't well, make no fun of me. Well, no one's seen that. Don't even tell them. Well, Corey I was Cruz gonna put uses it up his here. iPads to look at the music all the time. Go to the Jim Fannin YouTube well, page to see me carving on poor Corey Cruz. I don't usually <laughs> need my iPad because I'm uh, I'm pretty professional, but um, I I changed the lyrics a little bit. Now and... I saw a video where you're a lefty. You know why? Oh, it's just mirrored it's image. Flipped. Oh, okay. Because I was when I was setting up in here, I'm like, oh, she's she's a lefty. I'm oh, a righty. you did a Cranberries cover? Is that the one the where you're a lefty? Zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so maybe I'll get out of the way here. Okay. Turn the camera. Should I move? I don't think so. Can I put my iPad on the desk? Yeah, whatever you want. Great. Show, baby. I literally never use an iPad, but this is, I changed some stuff, and I, I don't want to mess it up. This is the first time I've ever done this song. Well, okay, wait. That's okay. That's not going to stay. That's fine. That's good. I've been dealing with a sinus infection, so uh, this sounds like poop, that's why. I'm so excited. Hey guys, I'm Jessica Wilson, and I am going to sing you my new song, Underdog, which comes out January 22nd. If you like it, it's available for pre-order right now on iTunes. Here we go. So 
much more than what you made me out to be I'm not the little girl you thought was inside of me Yeah, I'm coming back, I'm here to fight I don't know which way's wrong or right, you see My time has come to let myself set my soul free For too long I've sat back and let you walk all over me I'm not leaving now, I'm here to stay I bet you don't know what to say, baby You can always be the one on top It's time for me to make it stop You might not think that I'm capable Watch me go and prove you all wrong My fire is inescapable It might just be the Like, so what? Who really cares what you want from me? Because I'm standing up, I'm stronger now. You think I will, I won't back down, baby. You can always be the one on top. It's time for me to make it stop. You might not think that I'm capable. Watch me go and prove you all wrong. Fire is inescapable, am I just be the It's a lot more synthier and uh, on the real version, lots more uh, synth, but that's stripped down acoustic. Okay. Cute. I forgot how strong you were in the vocal department, Kit. Well, I'm Holy. a little sick right now, so that doesn't really count, but... Just pull that thing up close to your... I do my best. Will I break this? No. Great. We're good. Great. And, uh, yeah, I don't know where we're maxing out a little bit, but... That's fine. It's, I'm loud, so yeah, that, that would be why. Okay, so where can the kids catch you if they want to see a play? Any, gonna, any gigs that you can talk about? Yeah, up? yeah. So um, this Thursday, I'm at Johnny Rocco's in St. Catharines, 7 to 11 for Tapas Night. 
And Friday, I'm actually playing 12 Mile Lounge, formerly known as the Chili Pepper, in St. Catharines with my band. Super excited. 10 to 1, January 11th. That's this Friday, right? Yeah, this Friday. Mm-hmm. TGIF, uh, no cover, so come see us play. We're going to be playing our favorite songs from the 90s, 2000s. And Saturday, I'm at Peter Piper's Pub House in Fawn Hill from say, 8 to 11. And Sunday, I'm at Silversmith. 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 There's a nice yeah, gig. Yeah, 3 to 5 p.m. at uh, uh, Sunday. Good beer. Excellent. Have you ever acoustics. had their, their cheese there? You know, the cheese with uh, the, the string cheese? I had there. I'm not sure about the string you cheese. Should, that doesn't like sound familiar. Bavarian, something, uh, string cheese. Let's go right now. I love yeah. string cheese. Oh, I know. It's really good. Um, that is a really good acoustically yeah. friendly venue. Love playing Silversmith. And then I have the week off because it's my birthday week. So, what are you doing? Uh, turning 23. Going to go out for some Olive Garden, I think. That's my favorite place, restaurant in the world. I know, right? I'm so lame. Every birthday, I'm like, Olive Garden or it's Cheesecake like Factory. It's like the McDonald's of Italian food, isn't it? Oh, man, it? it's so good, though. Like, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not. My I've never Italian been to the Olive Garden. I have no offense. I don't even know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, they're breadsticks. Oh, yeah. so good. People know. What's up? It's my guilty pleasure. I'm not even guilty about it. <laughs> it's my favorite restaurant. And, yeah. Um, yeah, celebrating it with my family. I haven't been home for my birthday in five years. So. Oh, really? Yeah, last year I was in Ireland and Iceland for my birthday. And I was in college before that. So. Who were you there with? Um, my best friend, one of my best friends, Darcy, whose birthday is actually the day after mine. So, um, she. Was so you going, guys did a birthday trip? Yeah, she was going to Istanbul after. Yeah, she travels the world, and then South Africa for a little bit for school. So she was like, "Do you want to come to Ireland with me before I go to Turkey?" And our flight got delayed, so we actually ended up getting stuck in Iceland for the morning of my birthday, which was. A nice surprise because we got to see the northern lights and yeah we were stuck in like this little blizzard in uh Reykjavik. i'm probably saying that wrong yeah well the Icelandic I, yeah. yeah and uh luckily i had some cronin on me um some which they're cronin that's oh. their their currency there i'm probably oh, saying oh, that okay. wrong all right i thought it was booze to get you through no but cold. they do have very good vodka there in iceland they have um like kind of like a Stupid black tank. licorice vodka oh right? no no I hate black licorice. <laughs> this vodka is really good. Um, so, yeah. I mean, this year it'll definitely be a little different than being in Ireland and Iceland. But mm-hmm. it's nice to be home with my family and my boy and my friends. Cool. An Olive Garden. Woohoo! Okay. Where, where, is, where is there an Olive Garden around Buffalo. here? Buffalo. Oh, you got to go over the river. There's yeah. no any in Canada? Well, Toronto, but Oh, there is an Olive Garden in, Can- in Toronto. Toronto, eh? Uh-huh. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Also, Cheesecake Factory. Do you like Cheesecake Factory? Uh, I've never been. Once again, who I like hurt cheese- you? That's so sad. You need to go to Cheesecake Factory. Oh my God, who so good. Who hurt you? Do you like cheesecake? Yeah, sure. Well then, what are you waiting for? Give <laughs> every cheesecake under the sun. I, got, I like chocolate too. And I go in a chocolate factory. You should go soon. to, have you ever been to Coco 70? No. It's just a place with chocolate where you like order breakfast, but your breakfast comes with like chocolate fondue and you just like dip everything in chocolate. Oh. Nasty. Yeah, I'm going to make you a list of restaurants <laughs> okay, that you cool. have to go to. It's really sad that you haven't been to <laughs> any of pin, those. I, gonna, I wish I had an angle of that picture so you could get, so I could have a facial of uh, like, I'm going to make you. I'm going to make you a list. going to make him a list. Loser. <laughs> David Flack says hello. Hi, David. David's a kind soul. 
Yeah. Musician as well. Yeah. And uh, good. Well, what what else haven't we touched on yet? I don't know. I we'll have to have you back, actually, once you have uh, some more music come out. Yeah. And then we can talk about the reaction and maybe some of the shows that you're playing. Let's and do uh, how did you get picked up for the Meridian Center gig? Was that, did for, you hustle that yourself? For Headley? Yeah. Um, that was through 1057 Easy Rock. Did you win that? I, it was a singing contest. You had to send in a video oh. of you singing a Headley song. And then members of Headley and from the radio um, oh, okay. pick you. Yeah, because I was. I was pleasantly proud of you yeah. when I'm like, what A the lot of hell? people were messaging me being like, hey, how'd you book that? And I was yeah. like, okay. Oh, don't worry about it, Don't girlfriend. worry about <laughs> it because it's not your business. But yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I hustle. So will it be uh, not too long before we see the headline in another big act like that, Sam? Are you going to hustle that up? Perhaps. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, you get the strength. You get the lungs. Thank it's you. in... Uh, the song's great. I can't Thanks. wait to hear the uh, synth pop. Yeah, I didn't even think I should have sent you the clip. Oh, you're gonna send me the clip. I should have, but you you're can't sent... leak it. That's what I do. I or you songs. can just wait until January twenty second. I'll send you a clip. No, I definitely want to hear it. Yeah. I've been putting stuff on my my Instagram, like little clips here and there. Okay. Um, it sounds very different from the acoustic. Oh, sure it would. But yeah. I wasn't gonna come in here with a track because that's lame. That could have been cool. Because I'm sitting in a chair. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But then we would have need some Vox on the mics and all I that know, kind of stuff. I know, it's yeah, not I the can't same. But I will be. I will. Yeah, be. And you don't want to murder the song before it comes out. So a I true don't. acoustic version of it, rather than murdering, the, trying to make it sound yeah. like whatever. Mm -hmm. Now, when do you do your covers? Are you owning them, or do you try to make them sound like the originals? Mm -mm, I make them my own. Yeah. Yeah. Always make Is them my it, own. It, it, you in that category of people that goes like, don't try and be the guy. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. Own it. I can't it be yours. that person, so I'm not gonna try. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm excited. I'm doing a lot of TV appearances and um, radio and newspaper. Like the media I've lined up for the song is like so much. So you're gonna be seeing a lot of me Good. in the next two weeks. CHCH has been friendly to Niagara artists, eh? Yeah, CHCH is wonderful. I'm on uh, January twenty fifth in the morning will be when my episode airs okay good i think yeah friday friday the 25th awesome yeah. so what are you gonna you're gonna do acoustic version nope um i'm gonna be bringing my band with me and we'll be yeah you're gonna do underdog live yep uh, my drummer will have an electric kit and the only thing we'll have uh so backup track wise will be the synth everything else so you will be, will playing, be playing to tracks yeah it does do you find that sinful never done it um not really because i'm not playing to a vocal track you don't think it's like cheating no, because the only thing on the track is the synth. Okay. So it will literally just be the bass synth, but everything else oh, will be live. Okay. I won't be lip syncing or, or singing over my own voice. I think that's so four cheap. piece, right? Me plus three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. and that's all you need. My and you're band. playing guitar as well. No. Or no? No. You're just singing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. You do you play it guitar at all when you play with the band? Sometimes oh. if I'm doing my own stuff, I'll bring out the acoustic, but um, I haven't felt the need to yet. Okay. Maybe I might bring my electric for CHCH. I haven't thought yet. I don't think so. Um, Is there any advantage to just singing? Yeah. Would you rather just sing? I like. I have a background in dance, so I have pretty good like rhythm. Not that I'm like pulling out Britney Spears moves or anything, but it's easier for me to be like without a guitar when I have that background in dance because I'm able to like kind of put on right. a show more so than like. It doesn't mess with your cardio, your breathing. No. 
I got great cardio. <laughs> I'm a theater. I'm a theater person, right? So you got to have good cardio. So it kind of helps. Yeah. Yeah. How how does cardio come into theater? Well, because you're dancing and you're singing at the same time. Oh, okay. I just think it's theater is acting. No, you're dancing. Musical and theater. Musical theater. Yeah. Okay. Is that all you do? Like, what do you mean? Well, do you act straight up? Yeah, like I haven't had any all contracts of just acting, but I'm not opposed oh, okay. to just acting. So you're singing and dancing in all your theater stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't and, get that. Oh, um, I should have from Rocky yeah. for a picture. And some film, TV, and commercial work as well, as well as voiceover, which I'm like new to, but starting to dip my feet into that as well. And what kind of work's that leading to? Uh, like commercial voiceovers, radio ads, uh, cartoons. I haven't booked any cartoons, but I've had a few auditions. Have you got an agent for that? Yes. So my agent is in Toronto and she, I have three agents, uh, all from the same agency, which I'm not going to name cause that's weird. Um, but I have, you don't want to give a competitive advantage to anyone. Well, that, and also it's a pretty big roster and I don't feel comfortable giving that info out. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my agent manages my theater my music theater and then i have a film agent and then i have a voice and radio television agent but they have nothing to do with my music that's just um acting and theater you sure you don't want to do a timbaland song before you go i'm sure <laughs> never again i'm okay with timber i played it that one year i was on ryan seacrest i timber, think i played yeah, it timberland no, three no. times a day uh who for, is it for a month timber Ke- kesha and pitbull pitbull yeah yeah I, I actually don't even gig with that anymore unless somebody asks. Great song, but like I played it so much when that was out when I won the Ryan Seacrest thing. I that. had some fun with that because I, I teased it for weeks on the on the uh, 610 show. And well, I kept saying that I wasn't going to allow you to play it. Yeah. And then you played it anyway. Yeah. Stand By Me, you played? Yeah. I still do Stand By Me sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I just listened to, to our show. When we're going back and forth on Twitter the other day because, well, these things are blasts from the past. They're so cool to listen to, like, afterwards. Because yeah. I don't – I usually would listen to the show immediately after because I'm cutting it up and pasting mm-hmm. it. But then I don't ever listen to them unless I have to. So yeah. when we started talking, I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, and I went back to the whole show. And we went out with Stand By Me. And then the same commercial, we came back with it again. I'm like, what what happened there? <laughs> oh God! I never listen to any. I hate watching myself. And I have the video of you strumming and waiting for Patrick or whoever was ready to say "Okay, go," and you came in in the middle of the song. This is gonna be tough to do. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of remember that. Yeah, I, I try not to. I know they're like Frank probably has them all in a vault somewhere, but I hate watching myself and hate listening to myself. No, I don't. even when I got the first cut for Underdog, I was like. Oh, the listening too? Yeah, I oh, really don't like no, it. Oh, really? Like when my boyfriend like plays my music or something, I'm like, turn it off. What are you doing? Really? Shut it off. Yeah, I, it's not that I'm not proud of it. It's just like I don't like listening to myself. Hmm. I got used to it. You know, there's, there's that when you're new and you hear your voice for the first time, you're like, that's not my voice. But then you yeah. get used to it and you're like, oh, that's my – I don't ever get like that anymore. Yeah. I know my voice now. But uh, watching yourself on video is completely, completely different. Yeah. And so is doing it in your office, who, which is never this clean. I know. I'm ever. impressed. Well, I mean, it's clean when I have people in. Yeah. But it's never this clean when I'm like, these two desks are always full of my work, my it's business. Very tidy and, right now. Oh, it's tidy. Like I said, it never gets any tidier than this. So thank you very much. Thanks I for love having you. me. Give my best to your parents. I will. Uh, tell your dad. 
Uh, I'll tell myself he's ugly. Uh, no. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll have to have you back in what's uh, something is new in your life and whatever. You can drop some music. So that's great. I'm glad to hear that you're you're dripping it out a little yeah. bit at a time. So People January 22. January 22nd. 22nd, you can get it at midnight. online. As oh, soon is as that it's what January it's going? 22nd. Oh, 21st at midnight. 21st at midnight. Yeah. Oh, 22nd at midnight. Yeah, yeah. And it's available for pre order right now. And also follow me on Spotify, please, because yeah. if you follow me on Spotify, when the song comes out, it automatically gets added to your release radar and your new releases playlist. So you don't even have to do it yourself, it just does it for you. So follow me on Spotify, Jessica Wilson. Please, please, please follow me on Spotify um, because it makes such a difference. And then you have the song in your phone before anybody else, and that's really cool. Cool. I'm almost completely cut out of this video. It's Cute. Perfect. Yeah, it's awesome. Great. <laughs> Anyways, thank you very much, and uh, good luck with everything. That's Thanks. awesome. Don't forget to send me that clip. I want to hear that song. Small clip. I wanna, I wanna... Not no. the whole thing. You're like... No, song. you don't get to hear the whole thing. Don't leak the song. Just 40 seconds.